But back to Priapus exposed. Exposure. He was exposed, as, this, as they say, on the mountainside. His whole life condenses into that acorn of exposure. Forever after, he who was exposed on the mountainside is the exposing one, the one who exposes his grotesque member in statuettes, cult objects, souvenirs, charms, murals, and to this day, dirty postcards. He exposes himself and yet is always undercover, under a cloak, a kind of shirt, leaves, foliage, a toga half raised, exhibiting his erection. So I'm picking up a theme that you mentioned this morning about that lifting the dress, that, that exposure, revealing and concealing. As for that garden where Priapus is to be found, the different gods and goddesses have their geographical places, and Priapus's place was the garden. And he was considered the god of gardeners. Now don't be conned here that the garden is one of the oldest euphemisms for the genital region of women. A direct term for it in Greek, kepos, was the pudenda of women, as we use the word bush today. And endless words of fruits and flowers like fig and plum and peach and cherry and melon and of course rose. So that he, Priapus, the gardener, is he who takes care of the garden and his life is in the garden. Scholarship has had to cover all this up with that same word, fertility, because Priapus is covered in order to be revealed, as I'm doing here. I'm trying to reveal his nature, but in this indirect way.